Hello. Welcome to another episode of Improperly Packaged, the show where we unbox topics related to movies, TV, and games, and whatever. I'm Jordan. Here with me is Luke. Welcome, Hi. welcome. Yeah. How you doing, Luke? I'm doing well. Hmm, good. <laughs> um, I want to introduce someone to the podcast today, someone we haven't really talked about yet, is uh, our lovely podcast dog, <laughs> Ollie. He's just laying there. I mean, he's not going to say anything. <laughs> He's a, a pug. Every now and then you might hear him go. He's my dog. He's Luke's puppy. <laughs> so welcome to the pug cast. He's a sweet Ollie. guy. He's a sweet guy. We like him. Anyways, um, let's go ahead and get into it. We got some stuff to talk about today. Some 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 really serious issues. That's the kind of podcast this is. <laughs> we talk about some serious issues. Serious issues. Yeah. Talking about the issues. All right. So, Luke, what have you been watching? Slash playing. Um, I watched... Slash eating. Ooh, slash eating. I've, I've eaten many things since our last show. It's going to be a long podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely can't remember what I even ate today. So I had DiGiorno pizza. Oh, I haven't had DiGiorno pizza in a while. It's really good. I feel like pizza... Like, do you feel like... Okay, so oven-baked pizza... Right. When we were kids... Of course. Sucked, right? Probably. Now it's awesome. <laughs> Now it's like really good. DiGiorno is really a step ahead of, I think, of most frozen pizzas. I think they took what They're frozen pizza good. was, and I think they like, you know, it's like the high tide raises all ships. I think they changed the yeah. game. And now there there's are a some, lot of them. There are some good ones. Yeah. Yeah. Like back but then. But DiGiorno is also affordable. It is. There's like some other nice ones that are kind of expensive. Like California Like pizza. three or four more dollars per, <laughs> per pizza. <laughs> yeah. But like whenever it's like the pizza is in discussion... Oven baked pizza is like a part of that. Do I want like Domino's yeah. or do I want to go to the store and get pizza? But part of the problem is by the time you go to the store, bring it back, cook it, you could have just gotten Domino's. A lot of time has passed, but sometimes like I actually prefer oven baked. It's not it's not just the convenience yeah. you see. It's like you just mm. like that flavor. I think it's because it is a little good. different. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Sometimes I'll flavor the crust myself. I get really bougie with huh. it. Yeah, it's awesome. Good ideas. Yeah, let's keep talking to. about this. Okay. Let's definitely um, not stop. There's also... <laughs> <laughs> I do think DiGiorno is the best one, though. Yeah. Still. It's really good. Yeah. Go ahead, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> not that my stuff's that much more important than that, but... <laughs> I, I watched a movie called Summer 03. Um, it's a Joey King joint. She's she's the girl that uh, just got nominated for a uh, Emmy for her work in uh, that Hulu original, uh, The Act. No, oh, okay. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's been in a bunch of things, but Summer of Three was a couple years ago, came out. Um, and it's kind of a teen drama movie about a girl and, you know, growing up, kind of figuring out what life's all about and just having boy drama and drama just with her parents and story of a girl. <laughs> cried it's River, actually, it's very world. sad. It's it's like there's funny things and it kind of follows, it's kind of like a modern day John Hughes kind of movie. Oh, so, so it belongs in our other podcast. Yeah, but like much sadder. Okay. <laughs> but it's interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I can't, I, I don't have any like rave reviews about it or anything, but I don't know. It's, it's maybe worth watching. It was a movie? It was okay. All right. It was fine. I like, I like teen movies. I think we both kind of share that. A lot of like teen high school, like drama kind of movies. It's high school musical. Just a thing I enjoy. I don't like high school musical, but, I do. <laughs> but <laughs> this, this has those kind of themes. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, big little eyes finally finished up their season just this past Sunday. So last two, two nights ago, 
we actually watched it last night. But yeah, so yeah, it was a good season. Okay, better than the first season. Um, there's a lot of build up in the first season to like a big ending, and this one, there's a lot of build up with I don't think as big of an ending. So Mm. I think I enjoyed the first a little bit better. Is it based on more of a payoff? Yeah. Do you know if they've like gotten off book at this point? If they're no, like, I don't know. Okay, because I know some shows like go off book like immediately. Yeah, like, right. like Handmaid's Tale, it's like the first season on book, second season immediately yeah. goes off book. So it's like, I think the Leftovers was like that too. I don't know. It gets sometimes the screenwriters actually do a better job than the book writer. Yeah, yeah. I heard Leftovers was amazing, even though I didn't finish it. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't either. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, the other show we've kind of been keeping up with is Naked and Afraid XL. That's been one I haven't mentioned before, but we we enjoy watching it. Oh yeah, it's it's neat the XL because they like typically naked and afraid is two people. Naked and afraid XL is twelve people. Oh, so, like, I thought there's it was a like lot a, more human like interaction. A big and tall edition. <laughs> <laughs> no, just like a lot more groups. There's like I think there's four groups of three, so twelve. And in the most current one, there's actually a group that's surviving 60 days. There's like two elite people who've come Jeez. back for a bunch of seasons, and they're out there for 60 days. So 60 it's pretty impressive days. what these people can do. And on the XL one, they're bringing back people who've done well in the past, so you know they're going to like do well. They have a chance because they're all having to survive 40 days. So. Do they get anything? I think I don't know if I've asked you this. Do they get anything for doing that? Do they like have a prize? I or? don't think so. Wow. Yeah. It's just kind of a... There seems to be like kind of a cohort of just people who just know each other through the show and there's fans because there's even like fan editions of the show where the fans can come on and, and try. Okay. And if they do well enough, they'll be kind of invited into the group. So it's kind of a community around the show. Just people who enjoy survival. How many days could you do it? I definitely couldn't do what they do. How many days can you be naked and afraid? I, I don't know. The, the, it's the naked thing I, I love survival and I'd love to be out in the woods like it would test me for sure but I like I wouldn't mind trying that mm-hmm. but like the naked thing it's just I'm too afraid of disease you get like, snagged on a like stick. sitting down on the ground with like all your stuff like right there on the ground to me is just it's a bridge too far yeah it, it, oof yeah, no, yeah. no I enjoy watching these people's struggles and I, I feel for them and it's interesting the amazing ways that they're able to survive and like make things. It, it to me that's what makes it entertaining. But yeah, I just I don't know, man. I don't know if I can make a week. I don't know if I can make a day. <laughs> I'd be so uncomfortable immediately. I think the night really seems to be a theme in the show that's just the worst. Like the bugs. Get bit by all sorts up. of crap. Because like the current current season they're in like uh, uh I wanna say China off the coast of China okay. and there's like these Senate or no, maybe it's uh, Vietnam. One of those Asian countries. <laughs> Anyways, there's these nice. large centipedes <laughs> that are like 12 inches long. And if they bite you, they're poisoned enough to kill you. But then there's these other ones that are like seven or eight inches. They're a little bit shorter. And if they bite you, they just hurt really bad. So like everyone's like getting bit at night and then waking up real quick to like kill it and see if it was the poisonous one. And then it's like a race in time if it is the poisonous one to like treat you to like save your life. Yeah, no. Like that's like my first thing would be okay. We have to build something to get me <laughs> off the ground. I'm not laying on the ground, and these people all lay on the ground the whole season. I, that kind of stuff would just be too far. I would snake build, like, centipedes. <laughs> like no, I build a shield around all my most private areas, keep them safe. <laughs> Not let any centipede Plugs. crawl up in there. No. Oh, well, yeah. even Plugs. then, they just like bite them on the leg and it'll it's kill over. them. Gosh, no. Yeah, that's crazy. So, yeah, that's a good show. Okay. If you enjoy survival stuff. 
Uh, the Gears of Gears, it used to be called Gears of War. Now it's called Gears 5. The tech test was live on uh, Game Pass this weekend. So I got That's to right. play some of that for a little while. It, it reminds me how much I'm a first-person shooter guy mm-hmm. and, like, I enjoy third-person shooters, but, like, there's just something about Gears of War. It's, it's just, it's never been, like, my thing. It's yeah. just, there's something about it that just plays so much slower than, like, Halo. There's something about, like, the bigger characters, I think. They, like, they model it in a way, like, as you move from cover to cover, you feel slow and lumbering, and you never can aim down sights, so you're always, like, aiming, like, from the hip almost. Like, you aim your gun, but you're just, like, looking over their head, not down the sights. So you're shooting, like, a pretty inaccurate weapon, and it's kind of like a sprain dynamic, so... I enjoy it, but it just reminds me that, like, Gears, it's just not the way I like to, like, play a shooter game. Yeah, it's not for me either. Because, like, Ghost Recon, it's a third-person game, but you can aim down sights. You can, like, have precision hitting. I just, I don't like just spraying, and I don't like, like, the slow lumbering movement. Mm -hmm. You know, Splinter Cell, I mean, that's a great example of a third-person game, but it, like, plays quick. The guy's, you know, he's spry. (laughs) Yeah. He's, like, moving. and Like Uncharted, you know? Yeah. Or, You're all over the place. Or all kinds of things. Like there's yeah. tons of third person games that just don't play that slow. There's something but, weird about Gears that just hasn't clicked didn't click. Assassin's for me Creed. Either. I mean that's a perfect example. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So yeah, I mean I enjoyed it. It's a good game and I'm you know, I'll play it. It's gonna be on Game it's Pass. Be so game Pass. It's not like not? you're gonna have to sp- yeah. spend extra money. So yeah. I actually upgraded to the Game Pass Ultimate because yeah. the the Xbox Live Gold and Ultimate are included. In your subscription, it's the same amount of money, so I really didn't see why not. So it's fifteen dollars a month. I was already paying that, you know, by buying Game Pass and Xbox Live Gold. So if you are, I would just recommend why not just upgrade it. I don't know what else is going to come out. I know now Gears Five Ultimate Edition is going to come with it, which it's kind of hard to put a lot of weight behind huh. that after what after I just this, said. <laughs> these opinions, but I assume there will be some more benefits to it in the future. I know the big benefit yeah. is you can play on PC as well. Unfortunately, I don't have a gaming PC or any PC at all. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't benefit from that. But yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I did I figured, too. I figured why not. So. It seems like a, <clears throat> the best deal, I think. So Yeah. Why not? Sure. So the big one uh, Bethany and I had been waiting to see was Bohemian Rhapsody. We never got to see it during, okay. during the Oscar time. And so we finally got to watch it. And yeah, great movie. I can understand why you know it was nominated for so many awards. Um, I still probably would have voted for other things if I had been in the voting majority, but it's definitely a good movie. Yeah, definitely. I, I think the the performance alone it just it it solidifies it as at least a good movie. Is because right. Robbie Malek's performance right. is pretty pretty stellar. Yeah, it'd be hard to argue with anyone else playing that yeah. character. Because I saw uh, Rocket Man, and uh, I liked Rocket Man more as a whole, but Rom- Remy Malek's performance is just, it just it, it's really freaking good. It's just ridiculously yeah. good. It's a tough role to play. Yeah. There's a lot of dynamics to Freddie Mercury. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. He's just an interesting human being, that's for sure. Yeah. We watched a movie together, didn't we? We did. Forgot about it already. Forgot yeah. about the movie already. You can tell it didn't make a big impact on me. I could tell immediately. I could see it on your face while watching the movie. <laughs> Yeah, we watched Shazam together. Um, I saw it once in theaters, and I picked it up on 4K, and we watched it together uh, with a few other friends and my wife. Um, but yeah, um, it was a movie. Yeah, it, it is a movie, isn't it? Like, uh, what what did you think overall? 
I thought it was fine. It was fine. <laughs> it was it was very like I don't mm-hmm. know. It was fine. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't great either. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit more above you as far as like uh, my about where I think it stands. I think it's good. Um, I think when I saw it the first time, I had higher opinion of it. And then I saw it the second time. I was at the second time. I was kind of like, this, this is good. I mean, it's not great. It's quite a story. I mean, it's like yeah. kind of crazy. Honestly, I think a big thing for me is I think the visuals can really be improved. Yeah. The, the that's just a big thing. I found it a little bit distracting because like for instance, you haven't seen this yet, but despite the flaws that it might have Aquaman looks great. Like it's a no, great, no. it's a great looking movie. But uh Shazam I feel like they is, put a lot more powder behind that bullet. Definitely. And it paid off, made a lot of freaking money, but Shazam it, it has a cheapness to it, which is kind of distracting for me, but I enjoy it. it it's a goofy, fun time, which, uh, so it's, it's more of a comedy, wouldn't you say? Than a, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. But but definitely. it's funny. I mean, I, I, I'm laughing during it for the most part. There's only like a few jokes that I'm like, yeah. this isn't land for me. But <laughs> I, as a superhero, like action movie, it's it's okay. Like as a superhero action movie, it's okay. As like a, as like a family comedy, it's probably a little bit better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I just didn't have a lot to think about it. It yeah. was it was fine. It <laughs> you was, didn't think to bring it, it was up. a little. It was a little weird. I don't know. Yeah, it's just like the whole origin thing. It just I don't know. It didn't connect with me. I get you. Just wasn't as much fun. Uh, have you been playing or watching anything else? No, that's it. Okay. Um, I got a PlayStation Classic. Um, the uh, Amazon Prime Day sale. Got it delivered moment. now. Huh? I got it. Yeah, I got it delivered. A Prime Day. I uh, got it for like twenty bucks. This thing started out as a hundred dollars. Twenty games. Twenty PlayStation One oh, how games far they fall. for a hundred dollars. Thing flopped. You saw the price just plummet, going to from hundred to seventy to sixty to fifty to forty to thirty to here. And so now, it, I think it's still twenty dollars. Like at like Best Buy and Target, I think. I'm pretty sure. But I picked one up. It's a product Sony wants to forget. I, I think so. Um, and I think they should because it's not a great product. But I hacked it. <laughs> I um, jailbroke the thing, and I've been having a lot of fun with it. <laughs> so I've been playing a couple games on that via jail, jailbreaking it. If there's a game that I wanted you to talk about. You just do like an SD card or something? Yeah, it's like a, a thumbstick. So they allow you to put something in? Yeah. Okay. It's really easy, actually. Because like I have the you know the SNES Classic. Yeah, I think there's a similar method with that as well. Oh. I, did, I just didn't see any way to put anything in it. Oh. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Interesting. Yeah, because like the controllers, it's different for the SNES Classic, but the controllers for the PlayStation Classic go in via USB, and so hmm. you just use one of the USB ports for it. Hmm. But um, that's interesting. They wouldn't limit your access to just controlling. You know? Yeah. No kidding. Huh. <laughs> I bet they think that too. Yeah. They're like, huh? It's interesting that we, we didn't made think a mistake. To, we made a mistake. Let's put, just make it we twenty dollars. Let's just, let's just sell what we have. And th- I have a feeling they're gonna pull them from the shelves. They should just hack it and, and resell it again. <laughs> Look, this is what you should do with it. <laughs> you should steal all our old games. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, played this game that I had as a kid, and I couldn't get very far in it because I was kid who sucked at video games i guess but it's a game called heart of darkness it's a little obscure so i thought i'd talk about it it's like it's like a cinematic 2d side scroller which sounds weird but it's like has great great visuals for the time for a side scrolling <laughs> game but this game 
is hard. It wasn't just that I sucked as a kid. I guess I just didn't have the problem solving methods and like the endurance to get through it because it's basically one of those games where it's like you reach this situation, you get to a screen and you die immediately. It's like one of those things where if you mess up, it's not like you have a health bar. You mess up, you're dead. Right. You're dead. And it's weird. The thing that's weird about this game is that you're starring like this innocent little kid who's like trying to find his dog it's like the most innocent premise for a game you can think of like you're sucked into another dimension and you're trying to find your dog and you're like i gotta get you back boy you know that sort of thing (laughs) but what do you die in this game holy crap it's like brutal you'll like get the like little demon monster will grab you and he'll like wring your neck and i'm like holy (laughs) crap jeez and so it's one of those games like modern games that come to mind like celeste and Super Meat Boy, where you're like on one screen and you're just trying to get past this one part and you just die over and over and over again until you yeah. finally figure it out and get past it. It's one of those kind of things, right. sort of, except there's a lot of puzzle mechanics in this game. But it's fun. It's a unique kind of game and I've been enjoying it. And also I'm digging into this JRPG, which I'll talk more about later, that I've always wanted to play on PlayStation 1. It's called Lunar. Just one of those <laughs> old... Or Japanese RPG games. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's it's really fun and unique so far. But that's pretty much what I've been playing. But what I've been watching is um, me and Amber, we always try to watch a comedy. Uh, so there's no comedy shows we're watching at this time. So we decided to dig into a comedy. And there's one that we've been wanting to get into, but we haven't gotten into yet. And so it's like, okay, we're doing this. We're watching the show. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> we haven't... Uh, we're probably towards the end of the first season. Mm-hmm. We're really enjoying it. It's just... But you'd watch some of it before, I've watched right? some of it. We started it, maybe watched like the first five episodes and got distracted by something and fell off. It's not going to happen this time. No, it's not. No, it's not. I can not. tell you from experience. Oh, shoot. It's not. We're six and a half seasons through. Dang, it's crazy. This show's been going yeah. for so long. The problem will be you'll watch too much. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. You're going to bed too late, from my experience. <laughs> it's a good show. I mean, the good, great characters. It gets better. It definitely improves. Oh, man. I'm excited. That's what I hear. I'm ready for it, but that's Catches the... its stride. I'll keep you updated as the as the show gets goes on and gets I know better. what's going to happen. Oh, You're going to no. love it. Sweet. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Also, for Prime Day, I don't know if this was Prime Day or if it was like a sale that went on after, um, I picked up Batman the Animated Series on uh, Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. They sold the whole thing. It was only like 40 bucks. And it's like 100-something episodes. So it's like, what a, it's a great deal. Mm-hmm. But, man... Have you, have you? Did you watch Batman the Animated Series? A little bit. Every once yeah. in a while. That show holds up. As far as animation and just the writing, and it, it's just so good. It's it's what so many people hold up as their like example of what they expect Batman to be. As far as right. like as far that as it was like the Fox like it's a Saturday morning kind Fox of one. Kids. Yeah, that's when I always got it. Oh yeah, and so it's like it's what people expect that he's a detective. That he has really great morals, right. and it's really cool. And uh, something I, I, I mentioned that I kind of want the next Batman to do is, like, they've gone the way of, like, when they make his voice crazy. Like, in uh, Dark Knight, it was obviously the, where are the other drugs going? Yeah. And uh, for Ben very Affleck, coarse. they use the voice <laughs> modulator. But how they do it in the animated series, Kevin Conroy plays Batman, just does subtle changes with his voices. That's how he, they did it in the past. <laughs> like, if his Bruce Wayne would be like, Oh, hi. How's it going? And then if you got me, how's it going? You know, it's just subtle differences. Just yeah. do it that way. I'll suspend I my remember disbelief. That, yeah. I don't like the modulator. I don't like the monster voice. Do it like that. Anyways, that's what I've been watching slash playing. Before we get into our topic, there's something I wanted to do real quick, Luke. I'm springing this on you. <laughs> All right. So 
Comic-Con just happened. We usually don't do news because, like, we record, like, a little bit in advance. So who wants to hear about <laughs> stuff, like, way after it's happened? But so we're going to run through this quickly. But uh, we're going to do a little lightning round as far as, like, the stuff that was announced and shown at uh, around up in and around Comic-Con. So I'm going to ask your opinion on the things, Luke, and you're going to tell me a brief opinion on it. All right, here we go. Ready? Sure. Probably not. Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> Excited. Excited? You saw the trailer? Yeah. Looks good. You already know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Looks the trailer good. looks great. Looks really good. The flying looks really cool. Just filmed really well. Glad they're bringing him back before Tom Cruise is too old. Before he can't fly a plane anymore. <laughs> Among other things. Uh, yeah, he can break his foot many a times, I'm sure. I'm sure he's got a lot of... Uh... He's a baller. Yeah, he is. The Witcher. I still haven't seen the trailer. Still haven't seen the trailer. I should have. I kept meaning to. I haven't seen it. It's too late. It looks pretty good. It's more based on the book than the I'm game. I'm excited from, from the game. I mean, I think the game the game obviously shows that it would be a great TV show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So Marvel has released Phase 4 and Beyond. We're going to run down the list of the things they announced and talk about it. I think I told you before that the TV shows that they're releasing on Disney Plus is not a part of that. It is. It <laughs> is interwoven in phase four mm. so we're gonna go through them chronologically it's good and, i wish uh, the netflix shows had done the same right they were like kind of exactly kind of woven it was like the incident like partially woven <laughs> exactly they say the incident and they wouldn't even mention the like the characters by name they'd be like yeah. i'm not like the flag waver or the green guy or whatever I'm like come on what is this yeah. but uh all right so on may 1st 2020 it's a long time from now I feel like it's a been a, this is like one of the longer stretches we've had without an MCU movie, and it's good. Good. Take a break. I'm glad for this. Recharging. Yeah. It's a long time in between. I mean, it's not even. It's not that long. It's not, but <laughs> it's less than a year. When we're used to getting like three of them a freaking yeah. year, it's yeah. kind of like, oh wow, this is yeah. a long stretch. Even though it's like back in the day, we're like it's waiting. probably like three or four months more than before. <laughs> probably. Um, I feel like we got we got like a September release or November release. Exactly. Like that's what. That's the thing. We're that's not missing. getting that. Yeah. We're not getting the November release like we usually have. All right, Black Widow is coming out. On May 1st, a few things that were announced uh, from it is it's a uh, it takes place after the events of Captain America Civil War. Mm-hmm. And uh, it looks like the villain is going to be um, Taskmaster. So it happens somewhere in between? Yeah. That's... In between where we were... Uh, That's a strange timeline. It is a strange timeline. So, yeah. Um, I'm less excited knowing that. I... No matter what, I was less excited knowing about this one. Yeah, but I'm saying I'm even less excited than I was. Yeah, I'm even less than less. I think the the reason being it's it's a prequel, and uh, usually I just don't have strong feelings for prequels. Yeah, just because obviously. You but know this isn't saying. even like a prequel prequel. I thought this was going to be like a prequel, like before we even met her, you know, in like Iron Man. Yeah. Was it two? Yep, two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling they're calling <clears throat> a flashback. If I if I. I don't know. That's yeah. my guess that they're going to flash back to that. I thought the whole movie was going to be just this like '90s thing or something. Yep. Nope. <laughs> so um, next up is Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It comes out on Disney Plus Fall 2020. So there, we don't have any specific dates for any of these uh, Disney Plus ones because obviously they don't really have to have a placeholder like. So this is a show. This, this is, is a show. It? It's a show. And uh, it was the only thing that was announced that I know of is uh, 
The villain, it's going to be Zemo, who is the villain in Civil War, is yeah. coming back as you know Baron Zemo. I don't think he's a yeah. Baron in this, but yeah, I saw the costume. Yeah, yeah. Any thoughts on this? I don't know. It's just the the whole Disney Plus thing. You know, I mean, it's unproven at this point. Yep. It's not like like the Netflix shows. Like we we kind of knew what we were getting at after like the first one. We kind of knew what to expect, the quality level. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think you know they deserve a movie. <laughs> after all the movies they've been in, I feel like they deserved a the, the, theatrical release. These are characters they developed over a bunch of movies, and I don't know. It seems kind of strange to push them off to streaming exclusive. Do you think that we're going to get near movie quality with this stuff, or do you think it's going to be more like Agents of Shield? I mean, or somewhere I, I just I can't imagine that the story development will be as well as good. You know, I'm sure that mm-hmm. the graphics will be of a super high quality. I mean, look at what Netflix is doing with Stranger Things. So yeah, I'm not really worried about that. Which is like the perfect example, I think, of that being the worst was like Once Upon a Time. It's like Ooh. that was kind of they were trying to do too much before like they were really able to. Yeah. Or, or maybe they just weren't putting enough budget into it. I don't know, but it wasn't working. And so, like, t- to me, Stranger Things is a good example of if Netflix can do that, then Disney shouldn't have any problem doing that as well. I oh, mean, yeah, totally. I mean, their visual effects chops have been proven, you know, by these Marvel movies. So, but I just I just don't think, I don't think a, a TV show is good for a smaller character. To me, these characters are a little too big to be pushed into a movie, into a TV mm. show. So, I don't agree with that decision. Okay. The only uh, just, it, it makes me concerned, I guess. The only footage that we've seen or not seen, heard things from, because the only footage that's been shown for any Disney Plus show has been for John Favreau's The Mandalorian Star Wars show. Right. Um, from what we know of that, and it, all that's been said is that it looks movie quality as far as visuals, but storytelling, as you said, is as where your concern lies, yet to be seen. So we shall see. Next up. Film released on uh, no again November 6, twenty twenty, The Eternals. I, dude, I don't know very much about the Eternals. Yeah. I haven't read any of the comics. All I know is that it is a a race of humans created by the Celestials with extraordinary powers. And so yeah. all we know is casting was revealed: Angelina Jolie, Camille Mangiani, um, who else? And a bunch of other people. Yeah, I saw the cast list too, but I can't remember them right now. Um, you know, I don't know. The Guardians of the Galaxy ended up being one of my favorite movies, so yeah, it's hard for me to judge this. Like, it seems odd, but I don't know a lot about it. But I didn't know about a lot about Guardians, and that ended up being great. So yeah, I don't know. It it all just depends on I think what the director does. That's exactly you know, right. I think looks like a good cast. So next we'll up. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings coming out in uh, da, 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 spring 2021. I guess that one doesn't have a... No, I didn't write the, the date down for that. Oops, my bad. Yeah, Shang-Chi, Legend of the Ten Rings. Probably, if I were to guess, coming out in May or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I don't, it's another character that I don't know a lot about. So mm-hmm. Me neither. But I will say this. I'm excited about thing i'm excited about is i thought we were going to get this with uh iron fist and uh i hope they pull through in this i just want a great kung fu movie someone who can really do kung fu and do it well that's where iron fist let me down a little bit the kung fu was a little weak in that i want something that's really kind of dr strange kind of yeah been our biggest like 
foray into that area. Exactly. There is some Kung Fu in Doctor Strange. So I'm, I'm hoping that we just get someone who... It's an unknown, which actually that gives me hope to not be like, oh, let's just get, a, I don't know, a, this guy or whatever. But no, you it's, know a, the, it's the not working. the guy who kind of like is like right at the beginning when Doctor Strange comes in and like starts studying, like the guy who's like helping him along. Wong? No, the... Oh. Uh, the other guy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I know the that. guy who knew um, the other guy who, like was able to like Mordo. rebuild his like spinal system. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. he the takes it from... away at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if that's something maybe he might cross over into this movie. Maybe. Mm. Interesting. I would think that this these worlds would kind of collide with Doctor Strange's whole origin story. Definitely. And uh, we don't know much about this this movie other than the, the Mandarin. The real Mandarin will be in it. He'll be the villain. So we'll see how they do that. I mean, they ended Doctor Strange on a big cliffhanger. So I wonder if maybe yeah. they did that for this movie, maybe. And we, it doesn't even seem like they're going that direction for the next one. So we'll see where they tie that one in. Too many sorcerers. The check always comes due. Or the bill always comes yep. due. I don't know. That's who I'm talking that about. Guy, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, spring 2021, another Disney Plus show, WandaVision. <laughs> this movie is set after the events of Avengers Endgame. Hmm. And it uh, there's a lot of hints that Doctor Strange will be involved. <laughs> I don't know. It's a weird, very weird title. <laughs> it's an awful title. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say that. <laughs> that title is no good. <laughs> WandaVision. I like these three characters together. I mean, yeah. That, I think it has going for it. Yep. There's three interesting characters that they, you know, developed some interesting stories about in um, Infinity War and Endgame. So. Mm-hmm. The Vision's dead. So there's that. But, yeah. Yeah. He didn't bring him through. Nope. Did he? Yeah. Dead. Got his, got his uh, stone plucked out of his head. He's just a gray. But he is a machine, so. He is a machine. And so I, I can imagine Shuri's like, oh, I also recorded his consciousness here. Yeah. or something. It, it could be easily fixed. It's fine. I just Worth bringing up. I'm sure it will be resolved pretty quickly. Well, maybe he just has a 2.0 down in the basement. Exactly. But a flesh wound. All right. Another Disney Plus show. Coming in, uh, I didn't, oh man, I'm really slipping on these dates here. 20, oh, no, also spring 2021 is Loki. <laughs> this is going to be the Loki that we see in Avengers Endgame right. in the timeline during the uh, Avengers 1 movie where he jets off with the the Space Stone. So this is a different character than the one that we've kind of known recently. Right. Wait, so how did they get the Space Stone then? They had to uh, go back to the 70s. Okay. Where That's they right. got both That's the right. Space Stone and That's Pin right. Particles. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know what to think. I don't know what this one's going to yeah. be at all. I have no idea what You to can't expect. help but think that this is just one of those like fan things. It's like, yeah. we have enough fans for Loki. We know we can make money off this. So This is obviously the most disconnected. Actually, no, never mind. No, it's not the most disconnected. The most disconnected is coming. But as far as the ones that are like have implications for the universe, this is definitely the most disconnected as far as that goes. So I don't know what to think. Um, next up, coming on, on May 7th, 2021, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. That one's probably the one I'm most excited for. I'm really excited for this one. Yeah. I like Doctor Strange 1 a lot. Yeah, I want him to go nuts. This one apparently 
it, according to Scott Derrickson, is going to be the closest we're going to get to a Marvel horror movie. So there's going to be a lot of elements of horror. Apparently, Interesting. He, he told IGN back around the time the first one was coming up, that he was asked, who do you want to do in the future for a villain? And he said he'd like to do The Nightmare, who is like some the, like ruler over the dream dimension or something. So yeah. all that sounds really rad to me. Yeah. So. It's different. That's what I always like. Something different. Yeah. Something new. Something fresh. Bring it on. I think that I, I'm with you. That's one of the ones I'm most excited about. Right. I, I'm really a big fan of Doctor Strange. I love the first And it's movie. something familiar too. So. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of new here. That's what they said. They yeah. made that clear. Kevin Feige was asked at Comic-Con. There's Comic-Con, always fear in the new. Always fear in the new. <laughs> but he was asked, why no Avengers movie in this round? And he said, Avengers Endgame was about ending. This one's about beginnings. So there's yeah. a lot of new and a lot of crazy stuff. Next up is in the summer of 2021 is the What If series on Disney Plus. It will be an Which animated. I think this is the strangest. Definitely. <laughs> It'll be an animated show hosted by The Watcher, who is being voiced by, mm-hmm. I forget his name. He's Bernard from Westworld and Felix, mm-hmm. Felix mm-hmm. Leiter from mm-hmm. uh, the, James, the recent James Bond franchise. Mm-hmm. So yeah, basically just a bunch of what if scenarios. Oh, I think the one they talked about is what if Peggy Carter was the one who got the super soldier serum. And another one is like, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff. I think Marvel zombies it's, will probably be one of them. To me, it's these kind of things that concern me that will help to burn people out on superheroes. Maybe. Cause it's like, at least with like stuff like Dr. Strange and the multiverse, we're building more on the story we were already telling mm-hmm. And it's like these are side things that maybe are unrelated because it's like it's already enough that like it becomes really a meme that it's like, oh, there's another superhero movie. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this is another character because that's what we need. Another superhero. Mm -hmm. Like you and I are fans, but I'm just like thinking of like the normal people. It's like I can see the complaints being. So not only are we getting new characters, we're taking old characters and we're doing what if scenarios that uh-huh. are could be never ending. <laughs> like so like I can just see people being like, Really? Like I'm not gonna pay to go see another Marvel movie about like some side character. This is a TV show, right? Yeah, I can yeah. imagine each one is like a But still it's scenario. just like it's just this mountain of like, okay, this is too much. Yeah, I can imagine that might be the case. We I think sometimes that. it's better to like focus your attention and i i think this might be a distraction mm. like i feel like the netflix shows were a little bit of a distraction you know there's some of those that i liked but some of them you know like iron fist you know uh, i don't know that that should have been made it wasn't that catching i don't feel like it did that well no for netflix not. so to me it cheapens the marvel name a little bit yeah then we'll see it might and uh it kind of just depends on how good these are and also with these Disney Plus shows like more like WandaVision and uh, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. One, the quality, and how is the interconnectivity? Because that's part of the fun, right? How do they do the interconnectivity? But I think with as far as Loki and What If is concerned, yeah, I think that does go into it's kind of a detraction. They had such a focused area. vision before, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah, they, they don't really do this very often where it's like this is kind of like this anthology story that isn't really connected, but we shall see. I hope we aren't seeing a major change for the worse here yeah that's definitely my fear every time they kind of shift and do their do something different or whatever which is this is the most different they've done yeah there again as you said there's fear in the new and we'll see whether or not it's an inspired kind of new or if it's running out of ideas kind of new. right 
Um, next up, another Disney Plus show, Hawkeye, coming out fall 2021. Uh, all that we really know, it's kind of about raising up the next generation, talking about uh, the Barton child, uh, him raising up his daughter, talking about being the next Hawkeye, potentially. That makes sense. You kind of saw where that was kind of going at the beginning of Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> nice shot, Hawkeye. So. I feel like at least these shows, I think, will be better than the CW shows that I feel like I'm very oh burned God. out on. The same formula. I feel like at least I think Disney will take a more original, not like every show. Like the big problem I have with CW shows is it's the same formula for like every character that they bring mm-hmm. in. Yeah. And I think at least Disney will bring, you know, new directors and each show will have its own like flavor and taste. So, yeah, at least that I think I'm excited for. They need to have guts with them. They need to do things in these shows that will change the status quo of like of the universe, I think, because that's the thing with the CW shows. They don't take a lot of risks. Usually, like, the craziest thing can happen in The Flash, but it's all going to just result in them hanging out in Star Wars. It's always some kind of, like, romance drama. Exactly. Fighting the freak of the week, no matter what happens. And so that's just kind of a... Oh, my God. I'm so glad you're alive. Yeah, We should get together, but I can't. But I can't. (laughs) Uh, The last uh, announced... The last movie with a date is uh, Thor Love and Thunder coming out November 5th. 2021 all we know about it is that starring chris hemsworth tessa thompson and natalie portman making her return and will be wielding mjolnir which has and directed by tahiti and and yeah directed by taika watiti um the the thor being wielded i mean the mjolnir being wielded by jane foster has been interpreted before recently actually in the comics um i read up a little bit of it i have not read that comic line we'll see how they do it i have no idea what they're gonna do <laughs> yeah we have always excited for a thor movie yeah taika watiti directing that's the right choice yeah. they they finally got it right with this character move forward in that same direction yeah four this is the first one who's made it to four movies captain america and iron man are obviously I've seen not memes about that already <laughs> yeah we've seen it all around but yeah and so i'm looking forward to that one a lot I'm so, it's so far away oh my gosh this is yeah, <laughs> that seems so far away. But even further away is movies that pe- pretty much Kevin Feige just kind of announced casually, basically saying we don't have time to get to these. These are assumed to be a part of Phase 5. Yeah, Black Panther 2, Guardians 3, Captain Marvel 2, Fantastic 4, and Mutants. How is Guardians 3 not coming out like next year? Because he has to make Suicide Squad first. It's crazy. Is what he said. He is... James Gunn is directing Suicide Squad and writing Suicide Squad for DC after he was kicked right. to the curb by Marvel. I just thought that they were already like wrapping up Suicide Squad too. They've been talking about it for so long. Yeah. Because, yeah, Guardians 3 is written. It's been written. And so yeah. all that's left is it to be made. So, yeah, I guess there's some contract where he has to wait to yeah. do Suicide Squad, uh, Suicide Squad 2 or whatever it is. <laughs> right. Uh, but and also he did announce basically that it was that one more thing was uh, Mahershala Ali, known from the mm-hmm. uh, latest season of True Detective and uh, Moonlight and uh, Alita and uh, Green Book, is going to be playing Blade. Another Marvel character that's coming back to play a different Marvel character. Yeah, he was in uh, Luke he Cage. Was in Luke Cage. He's the club out. owner. Yeah. yeah. Um, it just kind of shows you more and more how little those movies matter. It was funny because it's the second... Uh, person who was in uh, Luke Cage to play him some 
other character yeah. and he was those what's her face was in civil war yep. <laughs> so it's like yep. okay it's basically they're just rubbing it in her face so those netflix movies just are not <laughs> they are not really canon <laughs> yeah. but yeah it's kind disappointing of it is disappointing because you were all like hyped for it at the beginning yeah. but yeah now he's here to play jessica Blade. jones i just want jessica jones to be part of the real marvel yeah, I enjoyed those shows. Those, those were good shows. Daredevil was freaking amazing. But this is, I think this is a pretty big one in my, in my in my head because this is a Marvel movie that came out before we even had the Marvel logo. Before X-Men, we had Blade. And so, I mean, I think X-Men was more to thank for the superhero. X-Men and Spider-Man are the ones usually credited for the superhero, mm-hmm. the rise of the superhero genre. But Blade was right there before X Men. I think Blade was some good action movies Blade, back in the uh, day. I like Blade. Wesley Snipes was a lot of fun in that movie, and I think Mahershala Ali action was, vampire movies. Yeah, kickboxing <laughs> vampire hunter. Yeah, sounds fun. But yeah, those are all the announcements from Marvel Mar- uh, Comic Con that we are going to talk about because I cannot think. Let's <laughs> talk about. So yeah, it's a mixed bag in my mind. There's some that some are things seem strange and other things it's like okay. Doctor Strange. Could be could be fun. Yeah. I think there are some that I'm very much excited for and some that are either a big question mark for me or it's kinda of like an unproven territory. Like I like I'm I'm excited for uh for Shang Chi, even though I don't know much about it, just because of the premise. It's a kung fu movie. That's what I want. But the Eternals is more of a question mark because I don't know anything about it. Yeah. And I just I don't know. I, I just don't know. It's just a big question mark. So I don't have any negative or positive feelings about it. The cast looks great, but again, story characters. Yeah. I don't really. I don't it's definitely really a very different world after Endgame, isn't it? Oh yeah, exactly. Back this when is... Black Panther and all that got announced, I was very excited. You know, before mm-hmm. Winter Soldier, there was just so many movies. It was like, oh my gosh, I can't wait for these movies. I can't wait for Guardians Two. Can't wait for Doctor Strange. Can't wait for Black Panther. Now it's like, oh. There's some things in here I'm excited for, but there's also a lot of things. It's like, uh, I don't know much about that. I don't yeah. know. It's almost a new proving ground for Marvel because like, I feel like a lot <laughs> of people after Endgame, because for, for, for me, as, as Kevin Feige himself said, that was an ending. A lot of people could just take the Marvel Cinematic Universe at that point and be like, okay, that was good. And uh, it's, it's up to them Which at this point. Which definitely worries me. Yeah. It's up to them at this point to say, no, 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 there's a reason you should still tune in. And so yeah. they... Probably should bring their A game, which they usually do. So we'll see. We shall see. All right. So topic, topic time. This might be a shorter topic, but I have fun talking about this. All right. So old man Jordan is here. <laughs> Who's that at the door? It's old man Jordan. Old man Jordan. I think this is reasonable, Jordan. I think so too. That's the thing. I think so too. This topic is theater conduct. It's a, it's a hard it's a hard thing to handle appropriately, but I do think it's a reasonable expectation that we're setting here. This is something that's bothered me, and I don't know why. Has I can't tell if this is something that has been a recent trend with the advent of streaming to where things have been more and more accessible. Cheapened. Yeah, the content has been cheapened. The film viewing experience maybe has been cheapened a bit yeah. to where when people find because you know movie attendance is at a low point, and so maybe when people even go, though it's more expensive, even than though ever. it's more expensive than ever, maybe at this point people have uh, forgotten how to act <laughs> at a movie theater, <laughs> right. and so I'm constantly plagued by movie attendees 
who will talk and talk and talk throughout the whole movie. And yeah. Like they're in their living room watching Netflix. How can you not be distracted by that? Like how are they not distracted by the people talking around them? How can people handle it? I lose my mind when people are talking around me in the movie theater. I'm immediately drawn out of the universe that is being crafted (laughs) for me on the screen in which I it's like that IMAX eyes. trailer that plays before our IMAX movies Beats where they have all the like worlds yeah. <laughs> I'm there exactly. I'm trying to be there yeah. I'm trying to be the person who is immersed into the movie and yeah I get it and I'm in a room surrounded by a bunch of people headphones might be the only way man I've been wireless dreaming. headphones in the theater <laughs> I've been dreaming about this with Ooh. noise cancellation <laughs> And so this is kind of you us. could hit a little button so that your buddy's oh headphones gosh. you could say Just something Bluetooth boop that would be great It'll be amazing. Hey, I got something that doesn't matter at all. I need to tell you. <laughs> we can save this for later, but we're in a movie I'm gonna theater. I'm going to talk anyways. Now, I know you're wondering who that actor is, so I'm going to talk to you about it now because that's usually always the thing. Oh, it's that guy from, what was that guy from? All right, so this is it. We're I, going I wrote to... mine up as like something that I would like all theaters to post on like the door Fantastic. before you walk into the theater. And people don't. They don't, Luke. Yeah. Theaters don't try to. And they like, certainly don't enforce it. No. Unless somebody comes and goes ballistic that somebody's like <laughs> being awful in there, they're not going to enforce it. Every single movie, we are greeted mm-hmm. to usually the M&Ms to tell us to turn off our cell phones. and Yeah, but not shut the F up. <laughs> yeah, very rarely do I hear a phone go off and even more rarely does someone answer it in the theater. Right. But it's... I am. It's hard for me to go to a movie and not hear someone mouthing off somewhere about... Lord knows what. Yeah. But so they never say, oh, yeah, and be courteous and don't talk during the movie. But there's a lot of things included in that list more than just talking to me. Like, oh, yeah. I have a whole like thing. Go. Luke, go. You want me to just go my whole list? Let's rant. Let's, okay. just, let's just do it. Here's, here's my list. So first thing, don't speak after the studio intros. Yes. Like, that's the point at which it's absolutely forbidden in my mind yeah it's like i I understand you want to make a little comment or something or grab some peanuts or some popcorn or whatever the heck like peanuts <laughs> give me my soda like i get that but after like the the marvel studios thing like quits flipping through like that's the point at which you need to know like the flipping pages of the marvel thing like that's, that's the end that's, that's it shut up that's the alarm the, the, it might as well say marvel studios now shut up now stop but here's the problem luke this is a problem I, this is something I wish Marvel would change just for this reason, which sucks. They do this thing where they start the movie before the fanfare. They've done it in the fir- a few movies recently. They did it with yeah. Endgame yeah. where they start in That's silence true. with the Barton family. It's That's a true. powerful scene, and people don't know the movie started, yeah. so they're still talking. That's true. So my other thing is you should begin speaking much more softly after the trailers start. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I understand your full volume when like Maria Menundes is doing her like <laughs> first up or whatever it's called. Hi, Maria Menundes. <laughs> Thanks for so watching. So it's like, yeah, like that's all a bunch of crap. So that's fine. But like, yeah. once the trailers start, like people are interested in the trailer. So at least like, you know, speak quieter, whisper. Yes. I, I prefer you to whisper all the time, but at least speak a little bit softer. Um but, I make it a point to really try to not talk very much during the trailers, yeah. not just because I'm I don't trying think to people enjoy it. even pay attention to people around them enough to even see that other people are trying to set yeah. an example. That's exactly what I'm it's trying to do. I'm sad. trying to be like, I'm trying to set the tone. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
my hard and fast rule about phones too is you don't take your phone out after the trailers have ended. Yeah. Like I, I don't really have a big problem with it during the trailers. It's like, eh, it's trailers. Like it's fine if you need to check something. But like first of all, you have to have your brightness all the way down. Like that's just like common sense in my mind. Yeah. And like I even there's like a theater mode on like the Apple Watch, which a lot of people have now. It's perfect. And like so like you have to tap your watch like for it to show the time. So like normally on your Apple Watch, if you like even glance at it, when you get a text, mm-hmm. it does this big white text bubble. So it's like super bright. And like even these little watches are pretty bright. So like put on that little theater mode so it doesn't like notify you, it doesn't ding, yeah. all that stupid stuff. So keep your phone in your pocket after the trailers are done. And obviously silence it. Like if you don't do that, like you should just leave. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um if you do have to talk during the movie, you put your mouth right next to the other person's ear and you whisper whatever yes. you have to say. Absolutely. That's the only way you talk during the movie. There are times where I've heard people do this during the movie. Like, I've heard it. It was during a quiet scene. I've heard it. And in my head, I'm like, no, they're they're doing the right thing. They haven't been doing this the whole movie. And I can tell that this person's trying to be as quiet as And maybe as even wait till a louder can. scene to then whisper yeah. it in somebody's ear. And so uh, in my head, I'm like, I forgive this person. <laughs> I'm not mad at them. Yeah. <laughs> because they're obviously making an assertive effort not to bother the people right. around them. <laughs> um, my other one is don't get up to leave unless it's absolutely necessary. Yeah. Unless you are urinating in your pants. Like, <laughs> like you know, obviously I'm being, I'm being silly, but like, like don't get up for no reason. Like you don't need more popcorn. Like, Get your popcorn before the movie. You've had enough. Yeah. Like, you don't need more soda. You're just going to have to pee again. So, Most like, ridiculous thing. It's just a two-hour movie. Like, sit there and enjoy the movie. You don't uh-huh. need to go do whatever it is. Like, if you have to go to the bathroom, I understand. Like, I have to go to the bathroom sometime. But otherwise, like, you don't need to get up. Yeah. You definitely don't need to switch seats. That's, like, the worst. When somebody's in front of you and they're, like, moving around, doing stuff, it's incredibly distracting. I had, uh, through this, I'm going to weave in examples I remember we, we I remember seeing X Men Apocalypse in theaters, and during the movie it wasn't a, wasn't a packed screen, but it was like one of the opening uh, showings. But during the movie, this middle of it, someone just came stomping down oh, the stairs, God. and when I say stomping, I mean I hadn't even gotten to that one yet. Like everyone's head in the theater turned to this person. Stomping their way down the just stairs. The I don't know what their problem was, but they were just stomping as loud as they possibly could. So I'll get to that one then, since we're talking about that. Actually, that was my next one. So get to the theater before the trailers. Yes. Like get get to the and by get to the theater, I mean like get to your seat before the trailers start. Mm-hmm. Like Maria Menundez is your cue. It's time <laughs> to sit down. You should be here. <laughs> so yeah. Try to try to get to your seats before the trailers. Like like I've been late too, but like like make it a goal. And definitely once the movie started, like what are you doing? Like you're way yeah. too late because those those trailers. Like honestly, a lot of times it's a half hour of trailers. Oh, you yeah. know, in the big ones, like they'll pack like 12, 13 trailers before the movie. So like, you have plenty of time to get to your seat. Um, and probably the last two are the ones that absolutely pissed me off the most of all mm. of this mm. talking to each other in the thing is one thing but this is the worst i think the cardinal sin hit me with a theater etiquette hit me and with it, it is people commenting on what's happening oh my on screen. 
or or them that's also closely followed by people who know what's going to happen and say what's going to happen oh my god oh my god i bet he's in there i bet he's hiding behind the corner so the other one i'll quickly say this one and then we can talk about it is never start quoting lines of a uh, of a movie that you've already seen before <laughs> or lines that are in the trailer that or you even know, singing or... a song in a musical Luke, this is why i'm not going to see lion king i'm not going to see lion king if i see everyone's it, gonna be singing it's gonna be in the freaking drive-thru i don't need some kid i'm sure aladdin's the epitome of that with the yeah, whole I new saw, world i saw it in the drive-thru too so i don't want some kid next to me going ma savenya akuda matata exactly oh my, oh my gosh. god no, that's awful. Like, I can't blame you, but just do that at home. Do it freaking at home. Like, I understand the urge to, like, quote and everything. But Go into you your car. But you're not allowed to do that. Go on Spotify. Find the album. It's there. And sing your heart out. Sing to your heart's content until you start crying. It's amazing. Don't you do, can it do it during my $13 movie. Oh, my gosh. It is... In my opinion, if you ruin someone's movie-going experience, it's close to stealing. Stealing that money. You paid yeah. good money for to see a movie, not to hear some person talk or sing. There's nothing worse than somebody saying like, "Oh, she's dead." Oh my gosh! Mm. And like, if like, someone's asking, I don't care a, if they are dead. Like, it doesn't matter. Like that, it's the worst thing you could possibly do. Like, if like, someone's asking a question on the screen to another character, they're not asking you, <laughs> the audience member, to answer the question. And like, aloud. I don't. What, what are you thinking is going to come with the result of you telling everyone in the audience what's going to happen? You think they're going to be like, "Wow, man, that's a good guess." You're insightful. You're a genius. That's pretty did, smart. Did you write this movie? I'm going to tell the manager when I go out about how smart <laughs> this guy is. They're going to give you a golden ticket. They're going to hire you at Paramount Studios to write their next picture because you're so <laughs> smart. Oh man. And so, okay, I got, I got, I got some more here. This is one that really pissed me off. All right, so Regal, the official Regal Twitter account. I don't know if I've told you this, Luke. They tweeted out, they tweeted from their account a little meme, a little picture saying, like a call and response thing to their Twitter audience. What is the most funny thing somebody has shouted out oh, yeah. during you a movie? You did tell me that. Are you freaking kidding? They don't even care. They don't care anymore. They don't have to be in it. That doesn't affect their bottom line. I mean, it's going to eventually when people who care about movies don't show up because people. That's already happening. Yeah, when they can watch it, the comfort of their own home. And like, I actually tweeted back. I was like, "Are you freaking kidding me? Are you seriously encouraging people to talk during movies?" I don't know if it was the outcry of everyone who did that same thing, but they tweeted like after that friends don't let friends talk during the movie i'm like are you kidding me all right well could you at least retract the thing but you said try before? to be really funny if you do exactly and that's <laughs> awful by the way if you think you have a funny thing to shout out during the movie just don't just don't don't <laughs> just, do it just don't tell your friend later it's not going to be as funny but that's fine because you are not going to annoy a wide majority of the theater. Who and the thing is, there's things. no repercussions for this. So people just keep doing it. No. There's Every no... once in a while, a manager gets called in. You know, I actually, I heard about somebody who was doing this, talking during the movie. And there was a guy behind him who actually ended up shooting him. He got too mad. He's in prison now. But yeah, yeah he killed a guy. because Heck yeah. Because he, he wouldn't stop talking during the movie. Jeez. So here's the thing. I do, I will... After the fanfare is over and someone talks, and it also depends on what the movie is, to be honest, whether I want to go through the trouble of turning around and saying, please stop talking. That's that's my line. 
is please stop talking. It has please in there, which is which is nice. That's good manners. <laughs> stop talking. I don't say shut up or, you know, anything else more rude than that. I say please stop talking. Most of the times, it'll work. But sometimes... I've gotten some negative responses from that. You've Luke. got many negative responses. I've been there for yeah. many. We saw, okay, what's one that we... I usually just hit him with a shh. Shh, shh is a good one. That's appropriate. Usually that gets a point across, they'll hear it, and they'll be like... Because at least it's like, okay, here. somebody else is paying attention to the fact that I'm talking. Yeah, and so this I have is... a hard time confronting people. Yeah, Because I'm also, awful. I'm just so afraid of escalation. I hate doing like, it. I don't mind like telling someone something but i just i i'm so afraid it's going to escalate into something that i never think is worth sometimes it does yeah and um here's the thing if it's a movie that i don't care that much about i don't like doing it either so a lot of times i don't want to go through the trouble yeah. like a lot of times what i'll do if it's a empty theater and it's like 20 minutes into the movie i'll just move i'll yeah. go to another seat i know that breaks one of our rules but i'll move to get away <laughs> from whatever peer person or people are talking and so I won't hear them. I did that when I saw Godzilla. There was I, I mean, was like, moving is kind of something you have to do when someone's like being ridiculous. Yeah. And uh, like that one movie we saw, Creed Two. Is that what it was? Yeah. It was Creed Two. The people, yeah. the little high schoolers behind us, we turned they around, were just yakking and yakking, yakking and yakking, told me quiet. And what do they do? <laughs> they just giggle at us. And so I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna like. And then they make like snide comments back. Snide too. comments. And so we moved. There's no being reasonable with those people. Exactly. And that should be, that is the number one thing. If someone, if you are being, if you're breaking these rules and you are talking and somebody confronts you about it politely and says, please stop talking or shh, please do that thing. <laughs> please shh. And oh yeah. And if you are a person who is respectful and your friend next to you is not, tell them to shh, please. Yeah, for sure. Goodness gracious. What are some more awful experiences we've had? There's so many. There's so many. Isn't that <laughs> I Okay, there was one part. Uh, I did lose my cool once. I don't know why. <laughs> when we saw Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Yeah. There were two people behind us. They were talking in a different language very loudly. Like, very loudly. And I was mm -hmm. immediately concerned. And I kind of felt bad afterwards. But I didn't I didn't say anything rude to them, for sure. All I did, I, I turned around and I said multiple times for some reason i don't know why i did this i said multiple <laughs> times i was like stop talking please stop talking <laughs> and was, i kind of remember that i okay i don't generally do that i don't know why but i was like if it's a marvel movie or like a superhero movie i'm on edge <laughs> i'm on edge i remember <laughs> Dur during a uh, game we saw Endgame. this is the most recent example of this um Four of us in our group turned around simultaneously <laughs> to tell the group behind us to please stop talking. Yeah. <laughs> and they did, for the most part, until things started getting ramped up. And I guess, you know, they couldn't contain their excitement. I understand. Okay, here's a question. <laughs> Where does clapping and cheering fit into this? Personally, I don't think anybody should ever do that. <laughs> I, I'm I'm okay with a little uh -huh. bit of clapping at the end of the movie. Yeah. But I, I just, I don't like it. It annoys me. Okay. It annoys me when people even laugh too loud. I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I, I think I think the, the standards I have personally, like, I understand. I don't try to put those on other people. Because, mm -hmm. like, other people's reactions are different. I get that. It's just me personally. Like, I try to, like, contain myself, like, during the entire movie. 
I don't want to like even react that strongly because I just don't like distracting other people and I don't like to be distracted. So I just, I set myself to, I think a higher bar than I think even other people maybe should be set to. So I don't know. (laughs) There is for me, there's a balance. I'm fine with reacting to a movie, like laughing appropriately during the movie appropriately this leads me to another example (laughs) me and michael saw batman be superman together and there was a group of girls who came and when i see this i get scared i'm not being (laughs) like sexist or anything here this isn't a gender thing but they showed up when they're in their pjs and their blankie and they were getting ready for just we're gonna laugh at a movie and they came and they just laughed at everything. Oh, everything. Not yeah. nothing that was funny. They didn't laugh at anything funny. It wasn't jokes. This isn't a funny movie. <laughs> Maybe Superman's a very serious well. movie. It's not a great it's not a good movie. I'm not saying it's good. <laughs> but I'm saying it's a very serious movie and it's everything. You laugh so you don't cry, Jordan. <laughs> Maybe that was what they were doing, but anyways, it was horrible. Next thing. If you're cheering, okay, so this is there's good examples of cheering. Probably when we saw Endgame, there Brevity was too is much an cheering. Art. Yeah, exactly. There was too much cheering and it went on for too yeah. long. Yeah, yeah, sure. Cheer when, when he you picks start up missing the lines. That's exactly. The worst. Like I, I didn't know how good the score was to like that scene at the end until I had to, I had to go back and listen to it. Yeah. But um, okay. So Star Wars is an example of way over oh yeah when i saw the force awakens everything bomb right at the beginning exactly no it was before that oh my god lucas arts (laughs) star wars it's It's like i get it but it's just it distracts everyone like goodness i totally get it because i'm right there i'm excited too but People are trying to enjoy it. Like, we've all been looking forward to this. It's like, yeah, sure. Like, I get a little bit of, whoo! Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Here we Every go. Every single thing. Something. Something very small. Everything. Not, Woo! let's clap for 30 seconds. <laughs> exactly. Ugh, awful. Okay. Is there anything else? I feel like we've ranted. This is a rant and rave kind of thing. We're, yep. we're just, I got know. my hard and fast rules out. Yeah, those are your rules. Those are good rules. I'm going to send them to Regal. They'll be in theaters across the nation. Probably not. I'm just going to start saying it after. after This will be like the quick PSA after Just every hand episode. it out to the theater as everyone's coming into the theater you're going into. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> yeah, you, shut up. <laughs> don't talk during the movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't see any anytime soon any sort of like theater crackdown to happen. Apparently, like the Alamo, uh, Alamo Draft House, which obviously we don't have. We're in Florida. They're, they're really yeah. like proactive about it. They'll have like PSAs before the movie of like, Mark Hamill coming out telling everyone to be quiet and don't talk. Yeah. But uh, I thought of John, John Candy and Uncle Buck. <laughs> you ever heard of a ritual killing? <laughs> <laughs> what? Check out our other podcast. You'll learn all about it. <laughs> Breakfast with Just candles. Just do that everybody. as everyone enters. <laughs> <sighs> everybody, this is the PSA from now on at the end of every episode of Behave Thyself. Don't talk during the movie. Anyways, Luke. Love thy neighbor. Love thy neighbor and do not annoy them <laughs> during the movie that thy neighbor has spent usually 13 or more dollars to see. Yep. Thank you very much. That's right. Well, join us next time with the episode of Breakfast. We're ending this NPR style. Join us next time with the next episode of Breakfast. Well, we're not doing Breakfast with Candles. <laughs> Shoot. Too many podcasts. Too, too many. <laughs> Improperly packaged where we will unpack more topics related to movies less ranty things less ranty we'll have a more structured conversation (laughs) or not i don't know anyways 
was a pleasure. Yep. I'm glad we have this commonality, Luke. That's right. All right. Anyway, see you next week. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Improperly Packaged. You can follow us on Twitter at iPackage, or you can follow me at PaintMeJordan. If you enjoyed this podcast, you might want to check out another show we do called Breakfast with Candles, a show where Luke and I talk about a different John Hughes movie every week. Thanks for listening. See you next time.